Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now up to bat, Brett Boone. I tell people that to this day. Yeah, I'm sure you're asked all the time, what are your some of your favorite venues? Always for me, old Yankee Stadium. I remember going into the new stadium for the first time. I've never played in the new stadium but I was there to just watch a game. And some of the old, some of the guys that were working there when I was still playing, they're still working there, you know, in the tunnels. And and I'd say a couple of, see a couple of old old friends and say, what do you think? Just give me one answer, old or new. They just kind of both rolled, you know, they rolled their eyes like, are you kidding me? Is that even a question? The old stadium. Uh, there was something special about that. I, I played some big games in, in old Yankee Stadium. I never came out on top. Some disappointing big games. But when you went out to that line to, to get loose before the game, something about old Yankee Stadium, you knew you were somewhere special. Oh, yeah. I missed the old one. I got called up in 73. And they had just come off a trip from New York and Boston. So – when I joined the club, you know, we went to Milwaukee. So I missed the old one because, and then when I got, you know, the next year we played in Shea Stadium for two years, 74, 75. And then we went to, you know, to the, the stadium that got refurbished in, in 76. But that was the first time that I had got to play in, in, in Yankee Stadium. And it was just great memories. But playing there, um, you know, uh, it, it's totally different ballpark than the one now. I mean, you know, the dimensions were huge. You hit a ball in left center field in the old Yankee Stadium, you're out. I mean, unless you just absolutely crush it. And, uh, you know, I remember we are playing uh, uh, New York in 96 when we won the uh, division and we went to New York to play. And I'm sitting there, Dean Palmer just hit a home run, kind of like almost uh, straightaway center, but they had moved the fences in then. And right. so I was joking with Dino because I could get on him and he was a tough guy, you know, and he sat down next to me. I looked at him. I go, Dino, did you get all that ball? Because Bernie Williams jumped up, you know, and just missed it, went over. And he and he goes, yeah. I go, you see that wall behind the one that you just hit that home run on? I said, that's where you used to have to hit it when I played there. And he kind of looked at me and he kind of like went, oh, you know, like, but I said, yeah. That, that's how far you had to hit it when I played here. But, uh, you know, the, the stadium was just electric. I love the old stadium. I'll talk a little bit more about that Red Sox-Yankees rivalry. I, I watched it as a player in the late 90s when the Yankees were winning all the championships, early 2000s. It seems like every Monday night baseball was Yankees-Red Sox. That's all it was. Heated, big time. I never got the teams I played for. I played for the Reds and and the Braves and the – Seattle Mariners, we kind of tried to like force a rivalry with somebody, you know, but it never, I thought it never really took. Uh, and I'd look at, you know, maybe a, maybe a Dodger San Francisco Giants. They got a pretty big rivalry in the National League, but nothing to me like Yankee, uh, Yankee Red Sox. Um, broke the curse in 2004. <clears throat> When they when they came back down three to the Yankees, they ended up winning the World Series. And finally, it wasn't. But to this day, and I talk to people, you know, oh, we hate your brother, you know, Boston. Yeah. But you really hate him or are you just a fan that likes to say that because you're talking to me? I think before 2004, especially when people did you feel when you went to Boston 
that you were really hated or was it kind of a, I don't know, almost a, a, a way of flattery because you hit such a big home run? Well, I think at the beginning it was, it was like, I hate you, you know, you know, there, I mean, but then as the years went on, it became more of a love, hate, respect type thing, you know, and that's when you, you know, you start hearing all the stories, you know, you broke, broke my childhood life. You know, I threw my window out the TV, you know, or TV out the window and, you know, but you know, it, the first couple of years, you know, yeah, I could probably say, you know, that uh, uh, I wasn't very welcome there, but you know, then as time went on, it kind of wore, and then, of course, 2004, you know, when they, they won, it kind of, you know, took a little bit of the edge off. If you go to Boston to this day, they find out oh, Bucky Dent's in the, in the restaurant. How are you treated? <laughs> Pretty good. They actually, yeah. uh, my wife and I went back there a few years ago to do a story on the 25th anniversary of or 30th, one of those anniversaries. And um, actually they were very, very kind. They were very good. Uh, uh, you know, the ownership, uh, we, 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 they were doing a story for Yankee magazine. So they let us down on the field. We went out to the monster. We sat on the monster and, and they were, they were very, very kind, very, very respectful. Uh, to this day, you, you keep up with the Yankees. Oh yeah. Well, I go to New York. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, my wife and I are leaving to go there tomorrow. You know, we still do, I still do a lot of corporate stuff with them. Um, uh, and, uh, we go back up. Usually, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times a year and uh, catch them playing, stuff like that. We uh, actually was interesting is last year we went back to Boston and Mike Torres went back with us. Um, and Mike and I have become really good friends over the years. You know, we've uh, we do a lot of stuff together. And uh, yeah, you're kind of you're kind of bonded. Yeah, we're kind of like uh, Bobby Thompson, Ralph Branca and. uh so we went back last year and it was the first time that he had been back in like 40 something years since he left. And um, it was interesting to see his reaction and stuff like that. They'd never invited him back for anything. And I was like, wow, you know, I mean, you're part of Red Sox history too, you know. Um, but it was kind of interesting to see how, you know, he took it all in, you know, being back for the first time after that long. And, uh, um, but Mike, I, 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 I love Mike. He's, you know, he was a great pitcher for us in 77. You know, he, he was on the mound in game six when we won the final game, uh, after Reggie hit the three home runs, great pitcher, tremendous competitor. And, um, you know, we still do a lot of stuff together as, as friends. Take your business further with a smart and flexible American express business gold card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And you mentioned New York. New York still does a great job. I think every franchise should take on the model uh, of a Yankee type or a St. Louis Cardinals, the Phillies do a really nice job with having you guys back, having the having the alumni come and and be a big part of the organization. I just think it's so important, you know, to to be able to bring a father, son, grandpa, and come and 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 have the grandpa go, kid, see that guy down there when I when I was a kid growing up, what he did, and then you've got the current Aaron Judge for the kid today. That's his hero, you know. Right. I I just I. Th- think they did such a nice job and i think everybody should do that it's 
there's nothing I could think better for the game than 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 having the players that that are a big part of each franchise's history uh, really stay active within the organization. So, old timers is that great event for the Yankees. You know, right. it's always great to go back to old timers. I remember when I played there. You know, the old timers would come back, and it would be Roger Maris and Mantle and Gare or uh, you know DiMaggio and. And all those guys, and it was so fun to talk to them, you know, because we followed them as kids. Um, and, you know, I just, you know, like when we go back for old timers, sometimes I don't know if the kids really know who we are, you know, as right. players. They know some of us, but I don't know if they know all the history, like when we followed them when we were kids, you know, when we followed all the the great players, you know, you knew who they were. And, um you know, that's why, you know, like back when I played in making my first all-star game, you know, going to Milwaukee to play in my first all-star game, you know, I'm playing against, you know, Hank Aaron and all these great stars from the National League that you really don't play against unless you play in the in the playoffs or the World Series against them or you play against them in spring training. Not all of them play in spring training, but, you know, that was a, that was like a mystique back then, you know, and I thought it was something really really special and the all-star game was was really neat you know to play in because you're playing against the best in the national league and the best in the american league and it was really you always wanted to win of course i never won one we lost all three when i played but it was still that mystique you know that that was that was really neat and i look at it too back back when you played that all-star game was a big deal. I mean, it wasn't just mail it in. It's an exhibition here. Mm -hmm. It was, we want to kick your ass. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I do understand the modern day, uh, with the finances out there. I understand it's an exhibition put on, but believe me when asked about, you know, when I, my all-star games, I went to, I said, yes, I went into it with, of course, I want to win. Of course I want to do well as players. We, we're wired that way. It's like we, if we're going to play a wiffle ball game, we want to get three hits in the wiffle ball game. That's just the competitive, uh, the competitor in us. But I, I'll have to admit in my day, it wasn't the absolute premium. It was getting through, giving the fans a good show. Hopefully we win the game and I got to get it back to my team and, and give them the best second half I can give them. But from a fan standpoint, I like, that's why I liked your generation because yeah. man, dad's going to the all-star game and we got to win tonight. And it was serious. They oh, were not yeah. messing around. It wasn't, you know, a tip of the cap and Hey, it was, no, we're here to win. It was, it. I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the game was a little bit tougher back, back when we played, you know I mean? You know, breaking up, you know, guys coming down, break up double plays. They try to kill you. You know I mean? You had to really learn how to get the heck out of the way, you know? Without so a doubt. It was a it was a little bit of a tougher game, you know. You know, I always tell people, you know, they always say, "Who are the guys that you were, you know knew?" I said, "Reggie Jackson, I knew, Don Baylor, you know, uh, Kirk Gibson, you know, you could, yeah, you know Gibby will come get you. When they're on first base, they're coming down there to get you, you know, to take you out. So it was a little bit different. And when I'm asked that question, I that's the one thing because I kind of ebb and flow. I understand. Life goes on, generations go on. There's going to be changes, some for yes. the good, some that that I don't necessarily love. But that's the one rule that kind of gets me. Mm -hmm. It's like, how can you take away the way the game's been? You have to slide directly into the bag. That's the way us as second basemen, that's how we separate ourselves. Mm 
that's how you separate good from great from mm-hmm. uh, from a regular player to to a gold glove pot- uh, type of player it's like the routine ground ball for us at second not that big of a deal it's that when that game's on the line that runner's barreling in on us and we got to turn that big double play mm-hmm that's what separates a great second baseman from a good second baseman nowadays with this rule and why it bothers me so much. A left fielder could come in and turn a double play. Mm-hmm. When you know you got to stand on the base, they can't hurt you. They can't flip you. It's not a big deal. So that's one of the rules I wish was never changed because I think it added such a dynamic and especially to our position. Well, you know, the teaching aspect, you know, you had to learn how to get out of the way. You had to learn how to get your feet off the ground. You had to learn, you know, who was on who was over there going to come down hard on you was going to try and roll block you. I couldn't stand people rolling at me, but I could slide all at one hard at me, but I didn't like people rolling, but you know, you had to teach and, you know, as a teacher, you know, when I was a, you know, a coach, you know, you had to learn how to teach guys to get out of the way and, you know, mm-hmm. protect themselves around the bag and stuff. And those are just a little bit of lost art, I think, you know, because the game has changed. You know, it's funny, too, you talk about teaching because, yeah, you teach it. It's always a left foot touch. It's boom. You got to get up in the air. <clears throat> People, I used to, I worked for Oakland for a couple of years in the minor leagues, really enjoyed working with young players. And we'd have a day uh, where we'd go out and we'd work on our tags. And I would teach them how to tag and how I used to do it. Sell it. It's the illusion that you tagged him. I don't want to keep my glove in there and take spikes to the glove. It's mm-hmm. like, nope, I'm going to sell it. I'm going to show it to the umpire. And as long as I get that glove down and it beats the runner, he's out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all changed now, too. You physically have to touch him. And, uh, you know, I, I think that adds a little bit of uh, a risk for injury, actually, that you have to physically lay it on him. But that's the way it is. But the, now, when you go, how are you going to teach a guy how to tag now? It's like, you can't just, you can't teach him to sell it. It's like, well, catch it, get it down there and, and just hold it until you feel that guy's cleat run into you. But it's a, yeah. it's definitely a different, different animal. And, and uh, like I said, some of the, some of the changes are welcome and it's part of moving on and, and life developing. And some of them are, it's like, I kind of just kind of shake my head and go, I wish they wouldn't have changed that. But. Yeah. You're right. I agree. I totally agree. Well, Bucky Dent, three-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion. I appreciate you coming on. This was a lot of fun catching up with the Boone podcast. And uh, thank you very much. And for all of you out there listening to the Boone podcast, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 